In the name of the Lord Jesus Christ, we welcome you to the All Souls Sermon Podcast. In the name of God, the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Growing up in my family, we had a tradition that let each of us boys open a present early on Christmas Eve. Kristen and I have largely shifted that tradition to St. Nicholas Day earlier in the month for our son David, although he might get one later today too. It's not an earned privilege, simply a gracious gift that has the added benefit of both for both him and for us to be a small release valve for the excitement that looms for Christmas morning. In a somewhat similar way, our gospel passage today takes us back to the announcement of God's greatest gift to the world, declared months in advance with a reminder for us again this weekend, this passage too contains gifts for us to open. Built upon the promises of God in the Old Testament, Gabriel declares the gift of God's grace, not only to Mary, but to the world, an undeserved gift, but one that is freely and willingly given by God. And if we carefully unwrap and receive these gifts, they will help us to better and more heartily embrace the Christ child on Christmas morning. From the moment that Adam and Eve partook of the forbidden fruit in the garden, all of creation entered a grieving process, yearning for the world to be made new again, for everything to be right. The dark stain of sin once begun spread throughout the world and continues yet. But even in that initial fateful moment, God makes a promise a promise of a time in which the seed of Eve would trample the head of the serpent. And throughout the Old Testament, God repeatedly tells his people that there will be a Messiah, a Savior to deliver them and us from sin and death, to deliver us into a kingdom of life and of peace. And yet throughout the Old Testament, the darkness pervaded. Perhaps like C.S. Lewis's The Lion, the Witch, and the Wardrobe, yes, there were prophecies that Aslan would return and make things right. But winter raged on day after day under the white witch's cruel reign. As Gabriel comes and visits Mary, this becomes the first tangible encounter in words that these long-ago promises of God might finally start coming true. Like when you find that long ago wrapped in forgotten gift tucked in a corner of the attic, but it's still there waiting to be unwrapped. As Gabriel speaks to Mary, he declares to her another great gift, even in his greeting. Hail Mary, thou that art highly favored, the Lord is with thee. The young Mary, probably only 13 or 14 years old, had not really done anything to earn or deserve such favor from God. Indeed, the tense of the verb in the passage is passive. It indicates that this favor and grace that Mary receives is God's doing unto her. It is a gracious and undeserved gift. But God gives Mary not only his favor, but calls on her to take on an indescribably sacred role 
to become the earthly mother of the incarnate Son by the power of the Spirit. The conception of Jesus in her womb is a gift that no one could have conceived. It is not only a gift to Mary, but to the entire world. The Church Father Irenaeus dutifully points out that in submitting herself to be God's handmaid, through receiving the grace and the divine call of God upon her, Mary becomes a new Eve, reversing her prior disobedience. Whereas Eve and Adam with her, let's not forget, whereas they were deceived by a fallen angel to act against God, Mary, and as we know later Joseph, allowed themselves to be drawn in to obeying God and his desire for them. Eve's bite began the corruption of mankind. Mary's faithfulness begins a new creation. The spirit that hovered over the formless deep in the beginning of the world now comes upon Mary and enables the eternal Son to become incarnate. Jesus is the beginning of a new creation. As we will learn from his life, his death, and his resurrection, Jesus is free of the curse of sin and the curse of death. And as such, Jesus alone can accomplish what the name Gabriel assigns to him can do. Jesus literally means he will save, save from sin and from death. He offers us a new creation. Jesus indeed tells Nicodemus in the third chapter of John that we must be born again, not physically, but a spiritual birth affected by the Holy Spirit. Leo the Great tells us, quote, Each one is a partaker of this spiritual origin in regeneration. To everyone when he is reborn, the water of baptism is like the virgin's womb, for the same Holy Spirit fills the font who filled the virgin that the sin which that sacred conception overthrew may be taken away by this mystical washing. Through our baptism, we receive a new creation, no longer bound to sin and death and corruption. Rather, we may now choose, as Mary did, to be servants of God. And this is the gift that I hope, and hope that each of us will open early this Christmas not waiting for the morrow, but as we anticipate Christ's birth, receiving him and this gracious favor that God has given to us, the gift of Jesus, the gift of the faithful yes of Mary, that we will receive it for ourselves. I'll close this morning with a few lines of a much longer poem by Prudentius called The Divinity of Christ. A heavenly fire engenders him, not flesh, nor blood of father, nor impure desire. By power of God, a spotless maid conceives, as in her virgin womb the spirit breathes. The mystery of this birth confirms our faith that Christ is God. A maiden by the spirit is wed, unstained by love. Her purity remains intact, with child within, untouched without bright in her chaste fertility, mother yet virgin, mother that knew not man. Why, doubter, do you shake your silly head? An angel makes this known with holy lips. Will you not hearken to angelic words? The virgin blessed, 
the shining messenger believed, and by her faith she, Christ, conceived. Christ come to men of faith and spurns the heart irresolute in trust and reverence. The virgin's instant faith attracted Christ into her womb and hid him there till birth. Heavenly Father, help us to receive the gift of faith and the gift of your Son and the gift of this pure virgin. And allow us to marvel at your kindness and grace to the world and to us this and each day in your daily visitation to us. In the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Amen. Thank you for listening to the sermon podcast of All Souls Episcopal Church. For service times and more information, go to allsoulsokc.com. God be with you.